You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number three, Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio at the bottom of the hour of the franchise. And uh, real quick, during the break, I did the uh, team picker for Live Golf. Yeah, you know who you're cheering for? You have to. Yeah. um, Go to Go to livegolf.com, and I, the Saudis stole all my information now, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm a part of the cookies. Aces. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Aces. Dustin Johnson, Pat Perez, Patrick Reed, and... Peter Uline. Peter U- Uline. Yeah. Yeah. Good Peter Uline you. really moves the needle. People are tuning into the CW to see <laughs> Peter Uline golf. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. I've had and six Pat people Perez. do this. I got the range goats. I made the better half do it. She got the stingas. Yeah. And then uh, other four people, all Aces. Mm-hmm. I think it's a. I think it's a hack. Right. I think they just want everyone cheering for I, Dustin Johnson. I think they're doing it just to steal all your information. I think Patrick Reed's just trying to uh, fix his uh, public persona. Um, nine sixty nine sixty on the text line. Um, taste of the Masters hosting kits out for one hundred and seventy five bucks. Mm-hmm. What would be the taste of the Flames hosting kit? We got some really good ones. Nine sixty nine sixty name and location. But right now on the line on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, Golden Knights host on AT and T Sports. Name we say good morning. To Darren Millard. Darren, how are you? What's happening, guys? Um, what would be in, uh, well, you're from Manitoba. Uh, what would be in a Jets hosting kit if uh, the Jets sent out one? What would be very Manitoba for the Winnipeg Jets? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, something basic and then okay. uh, probably probably a little bit, little bit of rye in there. Okay. Uh, so, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we could make that work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, brown. um have, have you been in the Masters or no? I have. Oh, yeah. Uh, Two thousand four, when Phil, when Phil won uh, his first Masters, uh, I, I was I was at that one, and uh, uh, Sergio had a good run uh, at that one, and Ernie Els was uh, was finishing second uh, when uh, Phil made that long putt. It's extraordinary. It's it's awesome. Ian Poulter, uh, I watched followed him around before Ian Poulter made it made it big, uh, and uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of good great memories from the Masters. Um, did, did you have the sandwiches? Because you can, you can, you live in the United States, Darren. You can get the Taste of Masters hosting kit for 175 bucks. Uh, pork uh, barbecue, yes. pimento yeah. cheese, uh, egg salad. Did you try all of them? I did, and uh, and I got my cups, uh, the beer cups uh, that uh, awesome. that you grab when when you walk around, and and the prices of Masters is uh, something that you'll never get over. And the fact that they keep it low for the patrons, uh, and and there's no gouging uh, or any type of uh, profit taking from from that side of it. So uh, I, I just might uh, I didn't know about this taste of the masters uh, package. Um, yeah. I might just uh, saddle up uh, and then grab that. There you go, 175 bucks. And again, it costs a ton of money to get to the masters and get in. But once you get in, it's dirt cheap, which I think it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like 200 dollars a ticket, but you get three dollar sandwiches, which is pretty good. Yeah. I, I was a doctor that year. I the, the badge that I had uh, was was a doctor, so I felt very intelligent as I, as I uh, perused the uh, the grounds. I feel like there's a story behind this, there. Well, the, a lot of times uh, people will give their badges because they don't want to give up their badges, their their passes. Yeah. Uh, so they will sell their 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 yearly passes to people, 
And I just happened to have uh, somebody that, uh, that that was a doctor. So when I went through, uh, the person oh. that, uh, that scanned my badge, uh, I don't think it was even a scan then. Uh, I said, uh, thank you, doctor. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> and, uh, and off I went. So, and they try so, to crack so, down so, on so, that, right? Big time? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this might have been right before that, but... Uh, but uh, yeah, I was a uh, I was I was a medical person. Uh, oh. that. If they would have said, "Is there a doctor nearby?" I would have had to say yes, <laughs> even though I like I wasn't. <laughs> this would have been really bad for that person. This that man got, is uh, choking. That got, uh, that got uh, <laughs> yeah. in, 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 in an issue. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's awesome. I thought I thought you were there like, covering dude, it I'm maybe like, for Sportsnet it. or something. Now I didn't know you got no, in. No, no, under no, nefarious you know circumstances. No no, was, uh, no, no. Actually, I was a total fan. Oh, okay. Uh, that that year, I've never I've never covered it, uh, and awesome. which, is, which is even better. Yeah, I'd oh, yeah. Rather go as a fan. So uh, I was I was absolutely one hundred uh, uh, percent uh, total uh, patron, and just just hanging out and doing yeah. my thing. I, I should mention that off the top. That's okay. Uh, you got a, some orthopedic surgeon vibes, uh, Darren Millard. I kind of feel it. There I can see go. it there. No problem. Well, that's awesome. I, I definitely need, need, need. I need a new hip. I can tell you that. <laughs> so that's, that's about as close as I get to an orthopedic surgeon. Um, uh, Vegas and uh, Calgary tonight. Uh, Calgary yeah. has yet to win in that barn, and obviously injuries again. The big time story in Vegas. I know they did the Shea Weber deal yesterday. Opened up some cap space. Mark Stone on long term injured reserve. Is there a chance he's back for the playoffs? And if so, uh, does this open the door for the Golden Knights to go out there and make a splash again? Yeah, just to uh, clarify, the the move with with Weber and Stone actually has way more uh, flexibility uh, for Vegas in the summer, uh, okay. in the off season. Uh, that's that's where that's where the real advantages come. Uh, you you put the uh, the dots together; it's easy to draw a line towards the trade deadline. But but it doesn't really give them much. Uh, it doesn't give them any more flexibility uh, with the when it comes to the to the trade deadline. So just to, just to clarify that if people are wondering, oh, what, is there a big move? Uh, Kelly McCrimmon, the general manager, may make uh, a trade. I think he will tweak his roster a little bit, but it, it won't have anything to do with the the, the Weber. Uh, dealing over to Arizona, uh, Mark Stone. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a possibility. In fact, uh, George McPhee on the uh, Bob McCallum podcast with John Shannon uh, last week uh, talked about the fact that uh, that there's a, there's a hope that he could be back uh, before the end of the regular season, which would complicate anything that you would do at the trade deadline because that money uh, would be active again. And uh, and it would uh, it would impact the salary cap. So uh, that would be uh, that would be very fortunate for the Vegas Golden Knights because uh, he is such an impact player uh, in all areas, including the power play, which is struggling right now. So that would be uh, that would be huge. And uh, to answer the question, uh, playoffs, yes, for sure, an extended run. And there's an outside hope that uh, they could be back before the end of the regular season. What is the latest on Logan Thompson? Week to week, uh, lower body injury. It's a left leg, and uh, and we we don't know a lot beyond that. Other than uh, when he was hurt in Minnesota uh, a couple of weeks ago, he had to be helped off the ice, and uh, we're we're not sure. I, it didn't look knee-ish, but uh, but I haven't been able to confirm that. 
And then this is a player that uh, when you're week to week, uh, could mean anything from uh, three weeks to, uh, to, to kind of six. So uh, you're, you're two weeks into it and you probably got at least uh, one to two more uh, and maybe even more. So uh, they've been able to uh, get through it uh, really well with uh, uh, with only giving up a, a single point against Chicago the other night and maxing out on every other opportunity. And it's uh, here's the other part, though. Uh, it's been followed up by, by Aiden Hill, who's been back up all year, uh, got uh, gotten, uh, banged up uh, his last start against Tampa Bay. So he missed the game against Chicago. And uh, in that game, you had Laurent Bressois, uh, who is recalled, uh, former uh, Edmonton Weather, Winnipeg Jet, uh, National Hockey League experience, uh, certainly. Uh, he started, and Michael Hutchison was recalled, National Hockey League experience. But you had two guys that hadn't played for the Golden Knights all year uh, as the as the goaltending tandem. So uh, when you add Robin Leonard to the mix, uh, they're onto their uh, fourth and fifth string goaltenders mm-hmm. uh, right now. So the, the injuries have finally touched the goaltending, which had been uh, clear of, of any type of uh, uh, ailment uh, all year. So it's, uh, it, it, it's making its way around all the positions. Fascinated by what you've seen from Jack Eichel of late in the last five games. He's got three goals and six points, but after he was hurt for a little while, he had a 10-12 game stretch where he was pretty quiet. Have you seen a, a turn in his game? Yeah, definitely. And uh, he came back and he scored uh, right away and, and was, was outstanding. And then, like everybody else on this team during that stretch, uh, went ice cold and, and had a lot of trouble generating uh, offense. And that was uh, that was the, the stretch that went right into the All-Star break and the, and the bye week. And nobody needed that bye week more than uh, the Jack Eichel. And to be able to just uh, press the reset button, get away from uh, a little bit, and since uh, since they've come back, they've uh, they've played uh, four five games and they've scored four goals. Uh, or sorry, they've played five games and they've scored uh, five goals in all but one of them. And uh, that that that's pretty impressive. Uh, that was going into the Chicago game in which they they lost three two in the shootout, but they, they've, they've been really good uh, with the offensive side and it's been balanced. Jack's Jack's right in the middle of the pack right now. When it comes to uh, producing points, uh, he's playing with more pace than he was going into the game. Uh, sometimes when, when things aren't going great, uh, Jack's such a great uh, playmaker and, and stick handler and skill player that he'll slow it down, which almost works uh, against him. I believe uh, be, because he's he's got so much speed uh, with his uh, with his stride and those those long legs that he can he can generate some some real acceleration. So uh, we've seen a lot more of that lately. He scored on a two on one the other night in which he went posting in against Chicago and and uh, uh, I, we're waiting for it. Uh, he's starting to to have some consistent performances. Uh, when you mentioned the numbers, uh, the, the the six points recently, uh, but he hasn't had that breakout game, and uh, and that's uh, that based on his play right now uh, should be on the horizon. Darren Millard uh, from Golden Knights host on AT and T Sportsnet joining us here on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, Big Show Russick and Rose nine sixty the fan. Darren, how open does the Pacific Division feel? Uh, as as wide open as 
my patio doors will be later on today in in Vegas as it starts to warm up. Yeah, uh, and and uh, enjoy, enjoy the that's a good flex there, uh, Darren. The outside, uh, it's like minus twenty five here right you. now in I Calgary. Did. Go ahead. I know uh, all my all my friends who are who are listening right now will be sending me texts uh, right now as I love to do every time I'm on with you guys is to to connect with uh, with all my friends in Calgary. But uh, we we actually had snow yesterday, by the way, uh, just a little bit. Uh, Did the city shut we down? Through. Second time in two weeks. No, I put the chains on and I got the, the kids from school. And it was it was it was fine. Okay. Uh, and I already had the studs, so, mm. so so it was good. Um, uh, no, uh, I think it's 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 right there. I mean, Calgary's ten points out of first, and they're outside the playoffs. So uh, and are they going into last night? So that's that that that's right there uh, between between Vegas and uh, and. Uh, the Calgary Flames. So that's trimmed to eight already. And you you look at it tonight. If if Calgary wins in regulation, uh, you're you're six. So that's that's how fast it can can whittle away at, at that. And uh, Seattle's been up and down. Uh, Do they get on another big streak? Uh, Edmonton. You wonder when that will ever come together. Uh, Los Angeles has been has been great, and I think there's another gear there uh, for Los Angeles. And if Vegas. Uh, finds the the power play secret and and uh, and gets all the the uh, the studs going in the right direction. Then then they they should be. They were my pick at the start of the year anyway, being healthy, and uh, we know that that's not been the case. So yeah, I, I think it's it's anybody's anybody's division right now. Uh, nobody's made a move yet when it comes to the trade deadline, and this might be the year where one move uh, because. Uh, everybody's so even, maybe one move does put somebody uh, over the top or the move puts them over the top. Got to ask you as well, because I saw this and you mentioned the power play and how it's been a bit cold, but the the Golden Knights can tie a franchise record if they don't score on the power play today. They haven't had one in nine straight games. What are you seeing with that unit? Because I look at the roster and say, there's the skill here. Yeah, no, I, I think it's one. Uh, they've scored one power play goal in the last fourteen, in fact, too. So uh, along with that streak of, of, of nine straight games and consecutive power play opportunities, it's already a franchise uh, record. Uh, Bruce Cassidy's uh, r- really uh, frustrated with it. Uh, he he's tried a couple of different things. He's changed the units uh, around, swapped some some people to to generate. Uh, uh, lefty-righty uh, combinations to uh, heighten uh, uh, more of a shot-first mentality. Uh, he he gets uh, a, a little bit uh, uh, disappointed when they try the cross-seam uh, plays. He, he wants everything uh, directed uh, towards that. Mark Stone in December when he was uh, when he was healthy and he was going, they they, they had a stretch of uh, three and a half weeks where they were uh, all, almost sixty percent. Uh, over those those three and a half weeks, which was extraordinary, and now it's gone the other way. And and Mark Stone, well, he's not the quarterback of the power play. He is such an option net front and and down low, with the ability to bounce up front uh, that uh, they does make a go. Now without him, uh, they've had to uh, adjust things, and uh, they they just haven't found the, uh, the 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 right click. They've got talent all over the place. They've got. Uh, um, a bunch of uh, of double digit goal scores, uh, the most double digit goal scores in the National Hockey League, but for some reason uh, it doesn't bounce in. They're 
they're a better team five on five when it comes to producing offense uh, than it is on the power play. So if if uh, if you're defending that uh, that power play right now, you take away the seam pass and they they want to try that. That's uh, that's the defendable part. Now I, I would I would expect if they get the man or banner opportunity tonight, then uh, then things will there will be a big funnel right to the net and, and just try and jam away and simplify it. And, and that would be my expectations for the, for the power play tonight. Darren Millard, Golden Knights host on AT&T Sportslet on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Market hotline. Darren, thanks for this. Try to stay warm, okay? Uh, what? No, it's gonna it's gonna warm up this afternoon. Uh, the 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 pool will, will. I don't even need the heater going today because mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be nice enough, and I'll warm up the spa, and uh, I'll get a bit of a base tan going, and and I'll see you guys okay. uh, or see everybody at the rink tonight. <laughs> All right, Darren. Uh, thanks for the see in hell. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> All right. See you, Darren. Thanks. Uh, bye. All right. There's uh, Darren Malone on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline using the same secret recipe since 1975. Dine in at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Take out or delivery at 403-248-3344. Tough, tough sledding for Darren Millard. Yeah, it's a tough gig. Hey, bundle up. Stay warm out there. Yeah. Oh, it snowed there. Make sure you wear it too. Yeah, it was on the watch ground out. for what, 15 minutes? Yeah, watch Come out. on now. The president called state of emergency. Yeah, bring in the army. <laughs> um, we talked about the Masters. It's been a recurring theme on the show because the Taste of the Masters hosting kit, Yum. available for $175, you get the egg salad, the pimento cheese, the barbecue uh, pork, the plain potato chips market. You get everything, 175 bucks. Cups, coasters, wax paper, everything. you name it. And we asked you, what would be the Taste of the Flames mm-hmm. hosting kit? What would be in said kit? Yeah. We wanted to know 960-960 name and location. It's important. Texty McTexerson is our sports at 960, the fan text reading robot. And he joins us with some texts uh, that, that you've sent in on what potentially would be in the Flames hosting kit. Oh, Texty. Daryl in Calgary. Party favors for the Flames should include stale marshmallows. The story is old and too soft. Unfortunately, just like the Flames are this year. <sighs> too okay. soft. There's... They haven't been soft. No. They haven't been able to score, and they haven't stopped pucks, but I don't know if I would have called them soft. I'm not a big marshmallow guy. Oh, you don't like preservatives and sugar? I do, but I'm I'm not just a big marshmallow guy. (laughs) What about s'mores? They're okay. Too messy. Right. Gets all over my hands. Yeah. And I'm at a fire. There's no. Didn't they have the marshmallow challenge where you can cram as many in your mouth as possible? Yeah. How many do you think Alex Brody could cram in his mouth? <laughs> Alex, how many mush- uh, mushrooms? How many marshmallows? How many marshmallows do you think you could cram in your mouth? Uh, I want to say You're like... talking the jumbos or the minis? Yeah. Jumbos. Okay. Maybe like eight? Eight jumbos. Maybe. Mm. The ones you put in the hot chocolate. Like you like really scrunch them Okay, I don't want to do yeah. me a slice. I don't want you to choke to death. Come on, <laughs> let's do it. But uh, <laughs> let's see you do it. Let's no, do no, it. no. There's an amusement park in Niagara Falls that <laughs> advertises on the station in Toronto, uh-huh. and they have a a bear cage, and <laughs> you can <laughs> you can buy the the bears marshmallows in a cone, and you throw marshmallows down to the bears Aww. because that's their natural. <laughs> they love them. Yeah, they love it. They yeah, find they love, them in the wild. Yeah, and all these bears down with diabetes, <laughs> eating all these marshmallows. Is cocaine bear there? Yeah. 
<laughs> That's what awesome. he does. He's I'm excited for the film, man. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, I wouldn't mind going to see Cocaine Bear. Can't wait. Um, all right, let's get to some more from Texty. So hold on, eight large mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms, marshmallows. <laughs> why, why mushrooms all the time? What did you do on the weekend? A lot of know. mushrooms. <laughs> uh, eight large marshmallows, Alex, in your mouth. That's my best bet. Okay. Yeah, I think you can do more. You take the over on that. I would. I would take the over on that. I think you can jam it. I'm going to take the under. Yeah. Wow, really? I'm going to take the under. Yeah, but I don't want him to choke. We're not going to do it. We can't because we'll get in trouble for doing stuff like that. What, if he dies? Yeah, yeah of probably. course. We won't make him choke. We'll, we'll get proper Like, even if he got hospitalized, on, oh, we'll bring in on. EMTs. No. We'll get like a fork. So no, if we they don't get have a lot stuck, of them. we can just stick no, the fork in there, pull them all out. No, we can't do that. Come on. All right. I, more. What's that? Like a fork? I was going to say, I feel like sending me out live for Brody on the beat is more dangerous. Than Ooh, Brody on the Beat Marshmallow Challenge. Oh, no, how many yeah, marshmallows can you that. put in your mouth? Yeah, just ask strangers how many marshmallows they can put in their <laughs> yeah. mouth. Yeah. See how that punched. goes for you. Just yeah. people trying to talk with a bunch of marshmallows. <laughs> oh, on yeah. gonna you wearing like re- surgical gloves, jamming it in their <laughs> pie hole. You've received a collect call <laughs> from the jail. Time. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey guys, you gotta come get me. <laughs> Is that your Brody? Yeah, right, right by the mall here near the radio station. You're jamming marshmallows. Let's take you in the court mouths. jail if there's one there. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, what else we got, Texty? LP from Olds, Pocket Dog, Some Beer, Car Flag, Ugly Ass Hats, Peter Mar signed Puck, Iggy Bobblehead, and a chunk of the crumbling dome ceiling. <laughs> oh, okay. Winner. Wow. That's a complete <laughs> complete kit. I think the only thing missing is maybe a fake Lanny mustache. Fake Lanny mustache would be probably it. Yeah. That's I a don't... staple. I got Peter Marsign Puck. Great. That's, that's really good. Iggy Bobblehead, of course. Duh. Heroin beer has to be in there. Uh-huh. Pocket dog was in there. Crumbling roof. Crumbling the roof. <laughs> pretty good. So good. So pretty good. good. That's pretty good. I like crumbling All right. roof. Keep them rolling. Wedley in Bridalwood. Flames hosting kit includes a home opener scarf from last four home openers, DJ Power Play Jock Jam CD, and Tana Wig. Was the last and what one? now? I, I have to go check on the text what he said there. Uh, oh, and a Tanav Wig. Oh, Tanav Wig. <laughs> yeah, okay. Tana Wig and Tana Wig. A Tana Wig. Yeah, well, close enough. <laughs> yeah, really close. Yeah, okay, that's all right. I like that. Yeah. The tan of the crumbling dome, but that's pretty good. Crumbling dome is, that's just a winner. Jeff's kiss. Mm. All right. A couple more before we get to the franchise. Chris in Southwood. The kit should include the taste of bitter disappointment. Oh, boy. That's very clever. You know that was happening. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Only a hundred times today. Well done. James in Calgary. Nacho cheese that tastes like hand lotion. (laughs) Chips not included. Just not included. How are the nachos? I haven't had them at the dome yet. Guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, not they that, ain't hand lotion. That, she, that cheese sauce that you get doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't taste like hand lotion. It tastes like radioactive fuel. Ghoul. But <laughs> it's also like pretty good. You, you know, it's definitely a carcinogen when you're. Oh, just without it. a doubt. <laughs> you know for sure. It's that burnt cheese. Okay, so just real quick, give me uh, if you had to choose. Between 7-Eleven nachos mm. and dome nachos, dome. which way you go? Okay. You didn't even hesitate. No, not a Cheese might be the same, though. It's probably the exact same. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. What else we got, Texty? James in Calgary. Nacho cheese that tastes... No, nope, I already said that one. Okay. <laughs> yep. Nacho. Nacho. Nacho cheese. <laughs> John from Cochrane. A bag of jelly bellies. One game is cherry. The next game is vomit. <laughs> okay. All right. Dumb. <laughs> Some negativity out there, but that's fine. I get it. It's been a roller coaster season. 
Big 6-3 win last night. All right, how many more you got? <laughs> got uh, one short one, and then we'll play two of the long ones. Later. All right, like, go, let's go. Let's go. Triple header. Let's do it. Anthony in mission. Wrigley's gum because it only tastes good for about 20 minutes. <laughs> that's pretty clever. Got to spit it out by the third. That's yeah, for that's sure. pretty yeah. clever. Mm-hmm. Christian in Creekside. If the Flames were to send out a game-watching kit, they include earplugs and a blindfold so you could try to dole your senses to the horror going on, <laughs> tissues, so you could wipe away your tears after the loss, okay. and lots of alcohol, so you can get blackout drunk and try to forget the result. That was dark. It got dark. I felt like it was a bit much, frankly. Yeah, it was a little It was a, it was little, a little dark. Got one more. Okay. Jamie in Airdrie. A taste of the flames might consist of a bottle of Merlot because we need a mere lot more out of some guys. Some Ritz crackers, sometimes strong, sometimes breakable. Swiss cheese because their goalies are full of holes. Finally, a nice ribeye steak because they are quite expensive. <laughs> okay. All right. Hundred like bucks at Loblaws. I like the <laughs> wow. Okay, I like the effort. Why did we need the Merlot? Where's the Merlot in there? It might consist of a bottle of Merlot because we need a mere lot more out of some guys. Yeah, it's a stretch, but I like it. Yeah, all right. That's a good attempt at some may, wordplay. May, maybe we'll mix in a couple more with the franchise. Sure. All right, Eric Francis. What would be in the Taste of the Flames hosting kit? Nine sixty nine sixty. The franchise next. Big Show. Russell and Rose. Sports at nine sixty. The fan. Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Uh, Big Show more. Straight ahead, Shane James, general manager of the Calgary Surge, will join Patty Dumont. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Oh, yeah, man. They're excited to get things underway. They unveiled their new title sponsor yesterday, so mm. really excited for uh, for professional basketball here at the end of May. Should be good. Uh, we'll wrap up uh, our portion of the big show with some uh, text at 960-960, Texty McTexterson. A taste of the Masters hosting kit out for a buck seventy five to U.S. residents only. What would be Taste of the Flames hosting kit, 960-960, Name and location, but right now on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, the franchise, Eric's, uh, Eric Francis. Eric, how are you, pal? I'm excellent. How are you, buddy? Good. Can I, uh, I know you've given us a couple of airline um, stories. I flew back yesterday. I wanted to share one with you and Maddie Rose. Can, can I do that real Please quick? Do. Nope. Yeah, yeah. So I was on a, I was on a nice plane and I had the entertainment system. So you watch the safety video and yeah. um, the safety video always makes me laugh the part where they show you that uh, the slide actually turns into a raft. And then the young girl's on the raft, Eric, on her phone, smiling because uh, a de- falling out of the sky and being on a raft in the middle of Lake Michigan doesn't feel like a good time to me in February when the plane crashes. I don't think I'd have a giant smile on my face. <laughs> well, first of all, Congratulations! You're the first one who's ever paid attention to any of those yes. videos or demonstrations. So good for you. You're being a really yeah. good citizen. Uh, but that's fascinating that uh, she was so happy about she her was. Because she was having a good I time. She was on her yeah, phone. Yeah, she was floating around on the water, just waiting to get rescued. Everything would be great if that actually happened to you, because that's the smile on her face. Who doesn't love being in an unpredictable life yeah. emergency? Sure, it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be great. But guys, it's a, isn't it really just a lesson on on attitude? 
I yeah, mean, that's, attitude is everything, right? You're right. That's a great point. You make the best of your situation. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that is just, the, that's what I take from that video. I'm, yeah. I'm about to get on a plane here to Vegas in about, uh, I don't know, two hours. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the video now. I yeah, watch it. I, yeah. I wasn't originally, but now I am. Yeah, make, make a lot of, have a lot of fun. It's all, about, it's all about mindset, man. Uh, it's all about mindset. Do you have anything that's irking you right now that you want to share with us? School drop-off circles. Okay. Well, I was wondering right. when we were going to get here because okay. this is what Eric mentioned to me the very first time he brought this okay. up. Okay. All right, Eric, go ahead. The floor is yours. And it's, you know, when I'm on the road here, you, you know, normally I drive five little boys, my, my son and, and four of his buddies to school every day, and I love it, and I feel privileged to be able to do that until I get about 100 yards from the school uh-huh. and I see the drop-off, the circle, the circle of hell. And, and, and what, what it's designed to do is to make life easier and not give people like me angst. But, but it does the exact opposite because of the morons who can't understand that it's a drop-off circle. And like in big block letters, like it says right there, parents, please stay in vehicle. If you need to get out of your vehicle to help your 8-year-old get out of the vehicle, because it's hard to disembark an automobile, right? Kids don't know how to do it, right? They don't know how to open the door and then close it. It's very tough. So I understand helicopter parents who need to aid their youngsters and teach them life lessons like exiting a vehicle. So mm. I'm, I'll give you one example because I've had several run-ins there. Uh, I now avoid it, and I have what I call the VIP drop-off where I drop the kids off where I want to drop them off, and, uh, and, and, and I don't have to deal with these people. But I come into the parkade one day, and there's a lady. It's always my biggest fear that I see someone get out of their car. Uh, because it holds up the whole system, and this lady got out of her car, and and cars can't go anywhere down up or down the street, whether you're dropping your kids off or not, or trying to go to work. If one moron gets out of their car to help little Ginny do up her jacket, because again, that's another life skill that parents need to to make sure that they're on it, right, mm-hmm. so that the kids mm-hmm. know yeah. how to do the zipper up right when everyone else is waiting. Mm-hmm. And she gets out of her car, helps Ginny out of her car. I'm going to say Ginny's about eight years old, and. I'm right behind her, and I'm like, oh, here we go. So I give her just a little honk, a little, not a, you know what I mean, a little beep. Right. And she looks over but continues to start doing up Ginny's jacket. Then I'm losing my mind, of course, and I, then I give her another beep, and she kind of ignores it. And then after, I give her a full minute, I would say, honestly, a full minute, and then I give a third beep while, boom, she snaps and comes right running over <gasps> to me, screaming at me. I got five little boys in the car. And, and she's screaming about, have a little patience and blah, 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 blah. And I kind of stop her and I say, lady, listen, 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 lady. I completely understand that you, your time is way more valuable than mine and everybody else in this situation right now. Like, I, I totally get that. And I apologize for interrupting you doing up Jenny's jacket. But, but I've got places to go to. Anyway, she just thought she's now going to make a show of this thing. And she grabs little Ginny's hand. She goes back to the car. She grabs Ginny's hand. And she decides she's going to walk her up to the, up to the school. Mm. And, and so everyone now is waiting and losing their mind. And then she comes running down after I don't know how long. And she's got this great idea. She pulls out her phone. She goes behind my car. And she takes a photo of my license plate. Oh. Yes. Well, and what was she going to do? Does she have a cop friend who was going to try to get Ron Eric Francis' plate? And then he'll see, like, yeah, you owe... Columbia House $26,000. Is that what's going to happen? 
that's maybe where that letter came from, man. I never put those two together, but <laughs> could be. I yeah, she takes the photo and I I kind of lean my head out the window as she's walking by. I said, "Hey, I'll give you my name and home number if you want. Yeah. We could talk about this all you want." And and she's went on another soliloquy about something or other. Anyway, I avoid those drop-off circles because there's always going to be one cycle. And it was funny because a week later, as I drove by it again, I don't even like to look at it. It's like staring into the sun. And, 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 and I, I see the, the principle now stands out there because I think people realize that these morons need to be told on a daily basis, get yeah. back in your car. So there you go. Slow I love it. Drop-off circles. If, you don't, if, you, if your kid is not capable of getting out of the car by themselves, um, please pull over to the side of the road somewhere else and deal with your, uh, your sad sack situation. Uh, I love it. Uh, we've been asking uh, our text line, Taste of the Flames hosting kit, because the Masters are sending one out for a buck seventy-five. What would be some of the things in a Taste of a Flames hosting kit, Eric? I don't really know what that means. I, I, yeah, like... so so I'll, I'll give you a little thing. So the Masters is sending out, serves 12 to 14 guests, uh, egg salad, pimento cheese, uh, their barbecue pork, chips, cookies, Masters branded souvenir cups, Wax paper, coasters, the whole nine yards. Anything you get at Augusta National, you can now get it delivered to your home and have a master's party in the United States for $175. What would be in a Flames type of if you wanted to do a hosting kit for the Calgary Flames? Well, wouldn't it just be like a large vat of the heroin beer? And then <laughs> yeah. you, you throw that down and it doesn't matter what else is in the kit. You're not going to remember it the next day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yep. Maybe a fake Lanny mustache uh, was on the text line. That's um, a good one. Uh, a piece of the crumbling ring around the ceiling. That was another one that we've gotten today. <laughs> Not bad. Oh, come on. That's funny. I, you know what? I, I went to the Masters uh, years ago and can tell you it's the greatest sporting event in the world. Nothing comes close. I've been all over the world covering all the biggest events, and that there's nothing that comes close to that. Because they care about your experience. Unlike any of the other events, they're all just about what they care about your wallet. Masters, as you guys know, like all their everything, egg salad sandwiches are $1.50. Like everything's frozen, uh, I think, 1972 prices. Yeah. So a beer is $1.50. If you want a, a premium beer, like an import, it's $2. <laughs> and it comes with a commemorative cup, which I still use 10 years later in my kitchen. Like, uh, anyway, so I, I'm going off on the side side, but I, I love the Masters. Like mm. that is the most incredibly run. It, when someone uses a stall at the in the washroom, <laughs> there's someone who goes in there after you, and let's just say spritzes it up. Really? Every single time. Every single time with a little oh. odor helper and, uh, and make sure it's it's completely clean. And then they wave you over. Okay, over here. Like it is such a well-oiled system. There's no sporting event. In the world, like the Masters. Okay, so I I, I want to talk flames with you, but now you brought yeah. now, now 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 like the bathroom attendant, right? I I, I swear the, to God, I am not I am not lying to you. Like because he's all seated at at the gentlemen's club. Eric, I was at a Boston Pizza in Niagara Falls. There was a bathroom <laughs> attendant. I am not <laughs> lying to you. Okay, wait a second. Yes, to be clear. Yes. And we're talking about two different bathroom attendants. Nobody likes the guy who's manning the gum and the mints and the and the CK one or, or the Dracar Noir that yeah. you can get a spritz <laughs> of. 
everybody in the world wants to avoid. That's like me yeah. not wanting to see the drop-off circle. Yeah. No one wants to make eye contact with that guy. Yeah. I get it. But but these are people that are just, there's someone who's kind of standing there manning the line. There's another one who's just zipping into all the stalls, making sure that they, mm-hmm. they're, they're in great shape. It's different. It's different. Like, I appreciate those guys at the Masters doing what they're doing. There's no one standing around while I'm washing my hands who thinks that I'm incapable of, of pulling the, you know, the, the paper towel out yeah. of the machine. Yes. Like, I know Ginny couldn't do it, but I, I <laughs> yeah. think that, uh, you know, I'm capable of it, so I don't need that sort of supervision. I think we're talking about different things, but wow, Boston Pizza stepping it up like that is... Uh, yeah, ooh la la, in Clifton Hill in the big tourism area there. Uh, there was a tenant. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> and he had a lot of change in his tip thing. I'm not going to lie, Eric. A lot of people were appreciative wow. of his bathroom uh, service. Wait a second. You fell for that ruse. That's all his money from home. He well, makes it look like he's doing a booming business, but the reality is it's all state yeah, money. Probably. But again, it's a t- that's a tough gig. That's a tough gig. Oh, Letting, for sure. Tough. Yeah. Oh, hey. Like, God bless him. No, yeah. for sure. Uh, guys doing unspeakable in the stall, and you're just <laughs> sitting there listening. Not not an ideal gig. Um, how's that barn? Because it looks really fun. Amazing. It's funny. Uh, you know, people ask me a lot, you know, what's the best rank in the league? And if I was to go on one boys trip, what would it be? And all that sort of stuff. And I've always said, you know, Nashville, Vegas, these sort of things. Montreal, um, after being in that barn last night, I change it all. Like, people, if you're thinking about going on a road trip, and the Flames are back here in like three weeks, I think it is, and uh, you got to get down here. Like, this thing's only going to last for, what, three, four years? I don't know how how, many, how long it'll take for their new building. Ten? They vote on, anyway. they vote on it in May. They'll get a building before us. Let's just leave it at that. Um, are you sure but, about uh, that? I'll make you a bet. Okay, I'll bet you. Okay, okay, yeah, but you know what's going on yeah. with that. <laughs> he feel, was way too uh, quick on that. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll oh. still bet. I'll, I'll bet you dinner, steak dinner, that the Flames and the produce play uh, play in a new rink before the Coyotes do. Okay, we're on, buddy. All right, we're, let's do and, it. And, and and that's not from inside knowledge. They've been keeping that whole thing airtight in Calgary in terms okay. of where that's at. All right, I'm just a Calgarian who knows how frustrating this whole thing's been. Okay. <laughs> I'm betting on you, Calgary. Let's go. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit from the sidelines yeah. and maybe come for dessert. We'll see okay. how that goes. Uh, hey, I wanted to yeah, ask. Come join us. Wanted to ask you about uh, Jacob Pelche, and I want to play a couple clips here as well because these are from post game where you were, which we were certainly a part of. First, uh, Daryl Sutter asked about Jacob Pelche after he had his first multi point game of the NHL. I need him to produce. It's very simple. Give him, give him really good opportunities to be a good player. Take advantage of it. They've done a good job. And, of course, that was after a game where he did have a couple of points and was producing. You would ask Jacob about it after the game as well, and I actually quite liked his response. It's up to pressure. I mean, here, uh, if if he, he, you want to win, he, you, you, have, you have to score goals, right? So, for me, in order to play with, with Nice and UB, uh, I think for a line, we kind of have to produce more. Uh, you know, uh, for me also, I think... Uh, I was that, that was my 12th game tonight, I think. So, uh, yeah, it's like to be comfortable, but I think now it's time to, to kind of s- step up and score goals. What have you made of how Jacob Pelche has handled his new environment? You know, I, I think I, mean, I think the coach is right on this one, and I think, I think Pelche gets it. I mean, 
it's one thing to first come in the league and be like, yeah, look at this. I'm in the league. This is great. I, I think I can hang with these guys. But then it settles in pretty quickly that, you know what, you're not just here to kind of fit in. You're here to produce, uh, especially when you're Jacob Pelche. You're brought up not because of your size, not because of your checking ability. You're brought up because you can put up a point per game in the AHL. Let's see what you can do in the a- NHL. So, um, you know, I, 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 think, uh, I think he's gotten better and better. Uh, and, and that was a huge game for him last night. You know, kind of lost in it all. He, got, he had been demoted last night from the first power play unit to the second power play unit. And, and it, oddly enough, he responds by getting two points on the second power play unit, uh, which is great for him. And it bodes well, you know, as the coach said as well, when I asked him about it, he said, you know what I said, you know, I said from the beginning of training camp that uh, our young guys are going to have to step up if we're going to be a top team in this league. And, uh, you know, that last night was a, a good example of them actually doing that. I would say in large part, the young guys have not stepped up encountered but they don't you know that's kind of unfair because a lot of them were, were getting their first taste of the nhl whether it's phillips whether it's pelche whether it's Dewar. um but i think they're getting more and more comfortable and i think that uh, uh you know I, i'm more impressed with Dewar than i am with pelche to be mm. honest uh, I, I think because not only has Dewar got three goals in six games i think it is uh and an assist but also just you know god his skating is amazing i the scout who who found him had told me, he goes, wait till you see this guy regularly. Like you're not going to believe how incredible his stride is. And he's very fast. And, uh, and who knew he had that finish last night too. That was just sick. How calmly he put that in the net. Yeah. And for me, like that's a good game for the fourth line. And when you're playing a team like the coyotes, that's a game where I look at and I say, yeah, your fourth line, these are the games where you kind of look to those guys further down the roster and you say, Hey, if our guys are heavily winning their matchups up front, but they're not able to score. Hey, it's good when the fourth line can chip in and have a factor in the game. Well, that first goal was all because of the work that Dewar did along the boards with, you know, with that fourth line banging and crashing. Like those guys were mucking it up huge last night, taking advantage of some pretty bad defensemen uh, in Arizona. And, and he wins the puck battle, brings it out front and then makes a really nice play with some good hands to leave it for Lucic who finishes it. And, and it sets the tone. They score five minutes in, and that's huge for a team that's coming off of that horrific loss, but you know, a couple of days earlier against Philadelphia. So, uh, I, I, you know, uh, um, Lindholm told me after the game, he said those, that that fourth line was huge for us to start the game and and also throughout the entire game. So, yeah, I agree. We don't talk about the fourth line very often because it's not very exciting to talk about. But on nights like last night, even though you know you could easily say the story was the 52 shots or whatever they got. And, you know, five guys had two points in the game. And I think I counted 10 guys who had three or more shots. Like everybody chipped in, including that fourth line. Eric Francis, uh, the franchise. Uh, Eric, uh, terrific stuff today. I'm looking forward to next week's hit. What's irking you? Because uh, you had a lot of agreement on the text line about the circle of death, dropping kids oh, off. Oh, is that school. right? Yeah, Oh, this a is lot. not just me. Eh? I kind of figured people were with me on this one. Yep. They agree with you. Okay. I like it. All Great. right, boys. Well, I'll uh, I'll look for more things that piss me off. Yep. I'm and, sure you won't and, find any in Vegas. And, and enjoy that video uh, once your plane falls out of the sky and you're in the middle of an ocean saying, wow, this is really pleasant out here. Well, maybe you guys are the ones who I'll call with that smile on my face. Hey, yeah. you guys won't believe this. I got a free ride and a raft. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's great. It was only the most traumatic experience of my life <laughs> yeah. first, but wow, free raft. It's awesome. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And the cell service here is great. Dude. Yeah, it is. It's, it's great. You got to just be 
Guys, you got to be positive. It's so yeah. important. There's bits of bodies everywhere, yeah. but man, the water, the breeze is nice off the I water might be here. Getting a little bit of a sunburn, and the water's a tad salty. But apart from that, it's great. Yeah, it's great. All right. The, the real problem with this whole thing is I'm going from Arizona <laughs> to Vegas. I don't think there's a body no. of water between us. Yeah. Are you flying over Lake Tahoe? Somewhere. Yeah. Maybe Lake Tahoe, which would be actually pleasant. It's pretty to be deep honest too. With you. Yeah. It's a yeah. big lake. Well, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. All right, Eric. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, pal. We'll see you, boys. Cheers. Great stuff, uh, Eric uh, Francis on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Using the same secret recipe. It's a secret. Since 1975, dining at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Take out or delivery at 403-248-3344. Do you want to squeeze in a couple more texts from our topic today? I would not hate that. That's for sure. Uh, Taste of the Masters hosting kit, buck seventy-five. What would it be in the Taste of the Flames hosting kit? How many you got for us, Patrick? Got one. All right, let's squeeze in one before we say goodbye. John in Calgary. Chasing the Flames kit for two. Four Sadladome heroin beers because that'll do. One pocket dog cut neatly in two, one bag of cold mini donuts, 60 people to stand in line behind to use your bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's well done. I like that. There's usually a line to go to the bathroom. Are you saying the facilities are a little small? You know what? I would say they're um, old. Okay. There's no trough like in Buffalo, though. I, no, no troughs here. Yeah. Do like a good trough. There's Don't nothing as classy wrong, as a trough. <laughs> trough up at uh, Commonwealth Stadium. Oh, yeah. It's in the middle. Oh, it's not in the middle. That's the yeah. sink. I've, I've, I've been to a yeah. uh, a bar. I've been to... Oh, God. I've been to a bar in Buffalo where they had a trough at a bar. Uh, they have one. Oh, Chip and Anchor's uh, got a trough. Chip's got a trough, too. Yeah. Oh, they got partitions, though. I did see they one. They didn't used to. They didn't used to. They uh, have it now. I, I did like the idea, uh, maybe a McDavid uh, urinal puck. <laughs> I did like that one, too. I, sure. In the Flames kit. May as well, right? Yeah, why not? But again, my idea with the Oilers voodoo doll. All right, that's it for us. Um, we're all over the uh, Golden Knights and Flames uh, tonight. 7 o'clock, the broadcast gets going. We'll have all the... Uh, we'll break it down for you tomorrow. Also, um, Shane James, straight ahead, general manager of the Calgary Surge with Big Show Mucho. But uh, that's it for us. Woo. Thank God it's Friday tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. You want to take tomorrow off? You no, no. I'll, I think I'll make it. You in. Okay. Good. It is cold, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.